Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts, and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for your continual support through your downloading of the podcast, through your sharing, through your contacting me to let me know how much you're enjoying it. I'm even enjoying the questions that you have per episode. Also, don't forget to check me out um, for private coaching at ironrenearoberts.com. There you can also find uh, not just the booking link, but you can find all the episodes of the podcast. How cool is that? And if you're not already following me on social media, please follow me at Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts. And don't forget, for those of you that have not joined the Coach My World Podcast Fam Facebook group, I want you to go ahead and click on that so that you can become a part Part of our discussions. Uh, this is where we discuss the podcast. This is where we drop our questions and our comments and our gifs, whatever it is that we have that we would like to express concerning the podcast. That's the place to meet up. And of course, my ultimate goal is for each episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So I am happy to get our lives moving forward on this episode talking about divorce. Divorce is not a death sentence. You know, divorce is one of those things that's uh, demonized and it's rarely discussed without bitterness and resentment in the mix. It's always hostile. And some people hold on to what was and what could have been, which impedes their healing and therefore progress, right? This, this lack of forgiveness, it becomes a blockage in moving forward. Uh, some hold on to the injuries and, and they feel like they wasted all of those years in a not so idealistic marriage. I could have done better. Some point the finger and blame others for all of their marital issues and for the demise of their marriage. And some just feel like, you know what, I feel like a failure. I feel like I've failed uh, because this marriage did not last. Understand, fam, that things happen, things happen, things happen happen. And it should never define who you are. Yes. So in this episode, I am hoping that you will find hope. I'm hoping that you will be enlightened. I'm even hoping that you will laugh a little bit, knowing that although divorce is painful, yes, 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 I know it hurts like hell. It is a, it's like a death. You have to grieve it like a death. But guess what, y'all? It does not have to kill you. It is not a death sentence. So let's get into this. I got some goodies and some surprises for you on this episode with my guests. You'll find out who it is as you click in. Let's go, guys. are here and when I say we I'm talking about my guest Mr. Cal Roberts um he's joining me on this particular episode and because uh 
we thought it would be really an awesome time to just kind of, oh, I won't say awesome, but a, an ideal time to kind of share uh, how this particular topic of divorce impacts us or how we, how would you say, like how we view it in a sense? Yeah. Yes, absolutely. So um, before we get started into that, because I know now that y'all listeners are also nosy and y'all are really hyped about this right now, make sure you got your favorite beverage, make sure you're sitting. So look, do not drink and drive on this one. All right. I want you to just find a place to lay low and just enjoy. It's going to be good. I promise. <laughs> we got some spoiler alerts to, to, to share, but it's going to be good. Um, But before we get into that, um. Mr. Roberts, uh, why don't you Hello. just kind of introduce yourself to the people a little bit? They know you, but you know you haven't been on in a long time. So I know, I know, I know. Well, hello, everybody. Of course, you know me. I'm PC Roberts, uh, Pastor Cal, Cal Roberts. I am. Um, I don't know what to say. They they know me. I'm the pastor of Lateran. Uh, How can they find you? What's your social media like? You know, because Pastor Cal be giving some good. Stuff, like he dropped some really good encouraging things that you that would really impact your day. So how can they find those things? Where can they find you? Sure. On Instagram, I am keeping it uh, underscore Cal. Uh, and then on Facebook, I am Cal PC Roberts. You can just find me either way. He's I'm not on TikTok yet, guys. I'm trying to get him no, to get in on that game too but for now yeah you can go and he has a lot of good stuff on there so I'm, i encourage you to go and check him out so and i want to kind of start this episode out with kind of giving an announcement should we just start there yes go ahead yeah so i'm sure many many of you already know but there may be many of you that have been wondering what has been going on with Cal and I, and I, I mean, you want me to call you Pastor Cal or Cal? No, just Cal. Cal, yeah, okay. With Cal and I, um, wondering, you know, I know you haven't really seen us together on social media um, and things like that. Well, based on this topic, it's because as of last year, uh, we officially got our divorce. I know. Take a deep breath, guys. Breathe, breathe, breathe. And as I tell everyone, please don't pity us. Um, you know, we we made a decision that's been it's been coming for a minute, but um, we finally just kind of buckled down and got real with ourselves and with each other, and um, made a decision that we feel uh, was best for our own health, physically and mentally moving forward. So um, that is our status. Now, you know, you don't have to wonder, you don't have to be texting people and inboxing people to find out what's up, what's going on with Cal and Renee. This is where we are. But I will say this, um, Cal and I started off as friends, as kids. And yeah. guess what, guys? We remain friends to this day. So Absolutely. thank God one thing we did not lose was our friendship. So um, so we thought this would be a powerful platform to kind of encourage you guys that may be either in the middle of, of, of a divorce or, or in the middle of a decision, um, or maybe you've divorced already and, and you're feeling like, oh my God, my life is over. We want to encourage you that there is life after divorce, that, you know, the, divorce is not a death sentence. Right. Yes. So um, I know it's odd. You don't see a lot of divorced couples um, doing this. <laughs> we're, we're weird anyway, right, Cal? 
pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. We're weirdos, but um, at the heart of it, you know, we still love each other and um, yes, I respect and honor him still to this day. Um, so um, thank you, sir, for joining me on this platform. You know, I I would have never done this without your consent, you know, so because I respect you um, as well. So thank you for that. So I want to kind of get into it a little bit. And I'm the way I want to kind of throw it, because he he literally is taking out time on from work to get do this with me. So I want to hear if and get him back to his job. But uh, I have a couple of clients that are walking through um, mm -hmm. divorce presently, mm -hmm. and they have questions. They have a lot of questions and yes, they are believers. So I know a lot of the shock factor before I get into those questions that my clients have, um, the shock factor pastor Cal is uh, <laughs> that two pastors who love God yeah. and are Christians yeah. have made such a decision. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? Good question. <laughs> <laughs> Because that's been a contemplation as one of the contemplations, the main contemplation um, when we got towards the end before we made our decision. Um, because, you know, the, the norm is that, you know, when you are believers, especially when you are ministry uh, in any capacity, you know, that higher standard of, you know, being an example to others weighs on your shoulders all mm -hmm. the time. Mm -hmm. And then uh, all of the things that you do, all the decisions that you make are affected or are guided by that weight on your shoulder. And so people's expectations of that and what the word says concerning that, you know, just just like a roadblock to you making a sound decision for your life. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. I just thought that it, at some point we have to go beyond people's expectations. We have to go beyond uh, the stereotypical uh, ideology of what, you know, Christians believe is right or was wrong mm -hmm. uh, in mm -hmm. the sight of God and just yes. make a sound decision uh, that's best for your life, uh, for your entire life. We're not talking about just your life moving forward or your progression of life, but for your your mind, your soul, your body, all yeah. of that, your, your soul, you know, that that yeah. that whole complete man. And uh, whatever that decision is, then you go with that decision. You know, mm -hmm. so we can love the Lord with all our, you know, all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our strength. Yeah. Uh, all of those things are depleted. Then we can't even love God correctly uh, mm. for the sake of weighing that weight upon our shoulders. Say that. Uh, yes. You know, to be a facade of what people believe it should be. That's good. That's really yeah. good. And to to kind of extend on that, being that you, you know, you're you're kind of leading into the first question that was really a major one uh, mm -hmm. was. What about the scripture that talks about God hates divorce? Like, how do you and I justify um, our decision based on that scripture? I'll just say it that way, because yeah, we all yeah. we know that people interpret yeah. things in their own Absolutely. way. Um, but just want to hear from your heart, because you're 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 definitely a student of the scripture. So. What are your thoughts on that? Like, what what about the the scripture that a lot of times keeps Christians um, entangled in things that really can't give God glory? You know Absolutely. what I'm saying. So, what, what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, I mean, the word is the word, and I'm not here to debate it. I'm not here to go into any kind of theological, you know, dissertation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, however, based on God's love. His love is stronger than any hate 
that anything anybody could ascribe to his scriptures. Oh, that's good. Uh, and I believe that even though he hates divorce or he frowns upon divorce, yeah, his love is stronger than that. Oh, yes, yes, I you love know? it. And so for that reason, I, I chose to throw myself upon his mercy and his love than to be in fear because I'm afraid he's going to hate what my decision is going to be. Wow. wow. Uh, and so that was something that I had to reconcile within myself uh, not to go against the scripture, not to, to, you know, find myself trying to be contradictory to the scripture. Right. Uh, however, I believe that God still loves me and that God still cares for me and that God has forgiven me even before I made that decision that was already accounted for, mm. you know? And so wow. for that reason, I, I just, I take comfort in that, yes. that God, that there, there, his love is much stronger uh, than the hate ascribed to the scripture. Oh, that's good. And at the end of the day, that's all that really matters is that he still loves me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, but there's all, you know, we, we, we focus on the hate, but God hates a lot of other things also. Right. You know? and, and even when that's, when God said what he said, yeah. um, he sent Christ to, to kind of give us a, and, you know, like to, like you say, to kind of balance it out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that we could still live. Like we don't Absolutely. have to die to that, you know, and we yeah. don't have to um, be ashamed and, and, yeah. and feel like, oh my God, God hates me now, yeah. you know. Yeah. But there, that's why we, we live in grace. We live by grace. We live in the grace of God. Yeah. Uh, and, and so I, I'm not going to apologize for God's grace. Well, come yeah. on through, <laughs> bro. <laughs> I'm not going to apologize for God's grace. You know, yes, yes. grace Grace is literally the positive infliction of divine wrath. Mm. So uh, when we understand what grace is, it, it it has God's wrath in it sometimes, but grace is so much greater. You, you know what I'm saying? Grace is oh, so good. much stronger. That's why his grace, he says, is sufficient. Uh, is is more than enough to cover anything else that goes on underneath it as the belly of it. So wow. uh, I live in his grace and, and I embrace his grace daily. I love it. I, the Hello, just living in his grace. And I, I think that's all of us. Um, Absolutely. Uh, you know, God hates a lot of things. Absolutely. Come on. <laughs> You know, he hates liars. He hates divisive tongues. You know, yes. he hates he hates a lot of things. So, yes. um, but yet he's he sent Christ to demonstrate his everlasting and eternal love for us. Yes. This is why the Bible says there's nothing that can separate us from his love. Um, so I take comfort in that as well. You know, when the question arises, like, you know, what about God hates divorce. Well, I don't, I don't have an argument for that. Yeah. Um, but I will say that he still loves me regardless yeah. of that decision. Absolutely. And thank God my, my life's uh, purpose and destination is not based Come on. on these earthly decisions. Come on. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, there's so much yeah. greater than that. So I would like to say right here in this space, because I know I know people, I study people all the time. Yeah. You study people. So we know that one of the bigger questions are, well, what happened? Like, God. what happened? <laughs> like, what happened? Did Pastor Cal cheat? Did Pastor Renee <laughs> cheat? Like, What's, what's, what could be the reason? They seem so happy. Um, yeah. I'm going to let you give your uh, perspective. And I think we agree, actually, but I don't want to speak for you. So uh, what happened? What happened? You couldn't cook. I'm, joking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm teasing. Well, I'm there teasing. you have it, guys. I hate cooking. 
I am teasing. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. Really? Yes, that's the truth though. I could I can't. I hate I cooking guys. Cook that's where they can cook. No, I'm teasing. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I I think if someone, you know, many people ask all the time, you know, uh, what happened? Yeah. After 32 years, you mm -hmm. know, of, of marriage, why now and when, what happened? You know, when when you marry young, and as we did, you know, our story is is unique in a lot of facets. Right. You know, we married very young. We were thrust into ministry at an early age. Uh, we started a family at a very early age. And so we have been in this role of being an, an example while still trying to figure ourselves out in our teens, yeah, in our twenties, yes, in our thirties, you know, in our forties, mm -hmm. every evolution mm -hmm. of who we were and who we are, um, there were challenges galore, mm -hmm. you know. And so we have being on the other side of pastoring, and and you get to see those people on the other side of the desk. I'm like they're finding themselves, and we're helping guide them through and navigate through their lives, but we didn't have that opportunity. Mm -mm. We, we we didn't we were not afforded that opportunity to find ourselves to know right. to know our likes and dislikes right so uh in addition to all those changes and those challenges uh the burden of ministry the burden of raising a family you know and uh coupled with all those and then trying to make life happen for who we were right you know I'm at least who we thought we were. <laughs> we were you know uh you just add those things up and, and it takes a toll on you and, and before yeah. you know it, you have drifted so far apart, you know, and you're still trying to find your life and your life space. Uh, and um, I just think that in, in the process of time, uh, between all the wounds and the wandering, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Say that. Uh, you, you just find yourself in a space that's just unidentifiable, just mm -hmm. a, in a new terrain. And like, okay, why? How did I get over here? Yeah. And how do I find my way back? Mm -hmm. uh, and then you just kind of just take the toll and say, well, you know, do I have enough strength to make my way back to what I think we, I mean, is where is the starting line from, from going from here? Back? Right, right. Here, you know what I'm saying? Yes, and so that's, yes. It just, uh, sometimes you just look at it and say, you know what? I think that before we get to a place of disliking each other, mm -hmm. you know, or, you know, or living in, uh, living in strife, because we did not have strife. Right. And people don't understand that. That's why, like, people were very shocked by it. We didn't yeah. have the strife, you know. Yeah. Did we have a lot of unresolved issues? Absolutely, but mm -hmm. we didn't have strife. We had a lot right. of laughter in our home. Yes, you know. I don't know whether whether we were just perfections of, of, of guising <laughs> these things. I don't know whether what happened. That's but... what people think. That's the first thing yeah. they say. Wow, you guys are great pretenders. <laughs> like, no, stop it. No, we're no. not pretending. We are truly no. friends. <laughs> Absolutely, we're just we're friends, and that's that's it. We can laugh to this day. We can laugh at things. Yeah, uh, but the relationship, the marriage part, was beyond repair. Yeah. I believe, you know, yeah. being I um, agree. Um, counseling in marriage, you know, it's like you understand. Like sometimes you just need to say, okay, there's so many pieces here. We would need to start afresh if right. we want to start all over. And but who wants to do that in your fifties? Like really? Exactly. Like I'm just, I, I'm just discovering a little piece of myself so right. um to say i'm so gonna go back to when you're 19 you gotta go back when no you're yeah you gotta Never go back mind. decades to try to find all the pieces to put it back yeah. together yeah and you it's know? too much <laughs> and it's, it's way too much yeah um, and so that to me i think that's what the main thing it was not uh a particular act right or a particular offense it, it was a conglomerate of things happening in life that just was way too much 
to continue at that base. You know, exactly. and you find yourself unhappy within your own self, not because mm -hmm. of the marriage, mm -hmm. not because of a person, but just completely discontent within yourself. You got to do a soul soul search and make some hard decisions at that time. That's so good. And I agree. I don't need to echo it. It's just like, okay. yes, that's it. He hit it right on the head. So for those of you that are were wondering, now you know from the horse's mouths um, that it was just something that we both agreed. Uh, you know, he didn't serve me papers. I didn't serve him papers. You know, we just agreed. We amicably dealt with it. And um, we did take time uh, to talk with our family, talking about our kids. Yes. And because we're pastors, we also took time um, to share it with our congregation. Um, we believe in being integral with um, handling the things that God has given us responsibility over. So, um, you know, a lot of hearts are hurting from it, yes. uh, including ours. Don't want yes. you to think that we don't have Absolutely. feelings about it. Um, right. However, we are all trying to heal forward. So um, as you're listening to this, if it has hit your heart in, in a in a negative way, I pray that you are able to heal forward as yeah. you see us doing likewise. So um, just know we're okay, guys. We are okay. Yeah. Um, doesn't mean it doesn't come with little stings here and there, but Absolutely. like divorce, it is a death. You know, there was, that's a 32 years, you know, that yeah. I don't feel regretful about at all. I feel that it's during those times of my life that a, a lot of my life was spared and saved because of the marriage. Um, you know, a, a lot of, I grew up, <laughs> you yeah. would always say I raised you, but we raised each other, sir. Um, but you know, it was, it was, it was the, the way my life was set up based on my decisions. I decided to get married that young and, um, I will say it didn't turn out bad, you know, I just, as we have evolved, we realized like there's more to life that we haven't even discovered concerning ourselves. And um, like you said, because of all the other responsibilities, we just never had a chance to discover that in a healthy way. So, um, you know, that's, that's where we are guys. So healing for all, yes. praying for all of your hearts, you know, we're going to make it guys. There, This is not a death sentence. All right. We're, we're, we're walking forward in life. And yes. Can I just interject something? Please. I believe a lot of people, especially those listening, that may be in a situation such as ours or contemplating things of that nature, uh, pain is real. It is. And we cannot uh, act as if we're not in pain when we are in pain. Come on. Relationships create pain also. Sometimes we live in pain in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um even when you make the decision, because this was this was serious contemplation before we even had the conversation. Yeah. You know, there was contemplations concerning it. Yeah, it's been a couple of years of contemplation. And, and, and it yeah. was very painful. Just the yeah. very thought, the very thought of, of ending something that has been your entire life. And your now, norm. Exactly. And your norm and everything that you, you know, just all of that, uh, your, your, your sense of security and all of that, mm. you know, uh, it was very, very painful yeah. you know so i don't want you to misinterpret our laughter that that this was something that was not um felt right and <laughs> still feeling yeah and mm -hmm. still feel mm -hmm. you know what mm -hmm. i'm saying um the conversation was painful yeah uh, the decision was painful the yes. the the following through was painful you yes. know the aftermath was painful 
Yes. And so and you will find in different moments that, that you will have a, a myriad of, of emotions going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. At the same time. And yeah. some that you you just you'll be surprised about. Mm-hmm. Because I would say personally, I I I thought, okay, I know I'm gonna deal with this, I'm gonna deal with that. But there were other emotions that I didn't know that, that really emerged you know, yeah. that, mm-hmm. <laughs> at random times. Yeah, you know? it's like so, you're like you're I got absolutely out of my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I am clinical at this point, right? Yes. <laughs> Thank God I'm under therapy. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. So I, I want people to understand there's there, there's going to be laughter after the pain. There is still life after this divorce, or if yeah. you ever consider divorce. We're not proponents of divorce. No. I don't want you to misunderstand this podcast in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, we're, we're still proponents of marriage. Yeah, yes. we don't got divorced. Y'all better get y'all divorced now. No, you know, no, 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 please don't. Yeah. <laughs> We're saying if your life leads you to that path and you have to make that type of decision, it is not the end of the road. Right. It is simply uh, uh, an inflection in the road where you have to either make a left or right, mm-hmm. but you cannot continue going forward wherever you're going. Yeah, because it's a dead that's end. Good. That's because so good. That's so, so, so good. Wow. So let me, let me, let's, let's shift a little bit um, and talking about friendship in the marriage okay. or, or after the aftermath friendship, okay. right? Because yeah. a lot of people feel like they can't be friends with their exes. They, and it, I'm, I know every situation is different. So depending on the level of hostility or, you know, the level of, of violence that may have been involved in that, we won't discount, you know, those situations. Absolutely. But for people that just kind of amicably have to make that decision, um, that feel they can't be friends. What do you say about that? I, I believe that's a case by case. Okay. I, I think as you just uh, alluded to, there are situations that some people are in uh, that number one, maybe they didn't, never had a friendship in their relationship. Mm. They were all relationship, boyfriend, girlfriend, or whatever, to marriage, never forged a friendship. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are other things that have may have maybe happened within the friendship, I mean, within the relationship that's caused them to be violent towards each other or hostile towards each other. And there's no clear path forward into friendship. Yeah. Um, for those that are at a place where you still have cordialness within your relationship, I think you should build on that. I think yeah. that's the part where you begin to save that portion if you happen to have a divorce, save the portion that you guys can still be cordial towards each other and build on that until your friendship, you can create a friendship. It does not have to be the typical, you know, we're at what at odds with each other and yeah. things of that nature. It, it can be something very pleasant. It yeah. can be something nice. Um, culturally, I think we have a bigger issue with that. Come on. If yes, I may yes. just put that in there. Please put it in there. Uh, yes. I, I think other cultures uh, <laughs> are not as hostile towards each other as, you know, our culture. Our culture. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it just seems like, you know, our examples before us that when someone got a divorce, they were just arch enemies. Right. Uh, from that place going forward. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that way. You yeah. know, it's like the old cliche about, you know, having a, an annoying mother-in-law. You know, I absolutely love my mother-in-law. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I love her with all my heart. You know, and, and this is just Jack, you. if you're listening, <laughs> Jack, if you're listening, I love you, I love you, I love you. And and you know, and that was my example. So I I would hear other people talk about their mother-in-laws. I'm like, that's not my example. Right. You know? yeah. and it wasn't so our issue. Thing, yeah. It wasn't our issue. And the same mm -hmm. thing with this. It does not have to be uh an enemy. I don't have to draw my sword every time I see you. Right. You know what I'm saying? We can literally be friends and, and you can work on that and work yeah. on the friendship. Yeah. You know, create yeah. that dynamic, create work on that as if you worked on your marriage. Now work on the friendship. Yeah, that's you know? good. That's good. And I think that really begins with forgiveness, you I know, say that. Um, yes. because I think a lot of times, you know, when things have gone awry or, you know, we people, yeah. they just start going in opposite directions. Right. Um, we focus so much on what was done to us, you know, and yeah. they did this and they did yeah. that. And, you know, I'm feeling this kind of way, but if you want to move forward, you yeah. forward motion begins with forgiveness, you right. know, um, Paul said it best, like forgetting those things that are behind, you know, and yeah. forgetting, he wasn't referring to like losing memory. Right. Um, but it was like, I, you know, I have to forgive and let go of that stuff, you right. know? And so I think moving forward, that is something that we both have, uh, really exercise. And I will say this, along with all of our spiritual parents principles and, and spiritual tools, we also have a therapist that Absolutely. has been extremely instrumental in this whole process. Absolutely. So uh, for those that, you know, maybe trying to do this on your own, make some investment, get yeah. some help, you know, and, and you don't have to get help to always try to solve the issues in no. the relational part of it. No. Sometimes the issues are in you. No. Um, and when you can see that, it'll help you even know what decision you need to make for yourself yeah. moving forward, yeah. you know, yeah. and, help, and help you forgive and, and heal from that. Don't think That's you're going to heal without forgiveness. That's, it's not going to happen. That's really good. <laughs> That's so good. That's so good. I, I definitely would not have made it through personally without a therapist. Exactly. I know that I would have gone off course somewhere and made some horrible decisions. Yes. Mm -hmm. And allowed some horrible emotions to manifest mm -hmm. and, and all those kind of things. And so I'm so glad. Uh, and, and and the funny thing about it, as you said, she talked about the person, the individual. Right. Not about the relationship. And mm -hmm. so she began to, to walk me through my healing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For person count. That's so good. Yes. And so I, I'm so grateful and thankful. And I'm still under her, her care. Yeah, me um, too. And going to stay there for a <laughs> Ride while. Ride or die for life. <laughs> got an appointment next Thursday, so I'm excited. <laughs> I just had mine yesterday. <laughs> yeah, man. So. Yeah, it's it's so important. It is so vitally important um, because without that assistance, a lot of times, like you said, we're going to make poor decisions. Without that assistance, we probably would be hostile, you yeah. know, yeah. Um, and we both can fight dirty. So it's like, thank God. <laughs> I think yeah. you're a dirtier fighter. But anyway, um, wow. yeah, yeah, you're because you're one of those like you're silent <laughs> until like you just don't know. You're not predictable. Um, <laughs> I'm a little predictable, but you are unpredictable. And I think you kind of people are just very scary. So <laughs> It's your podcast. I can't say nothing. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Because I don't want to have to cut this part out. All right. Uh -huh. But no, seriously, like uh, counsel therapy is vitally important, and it doesn't. It like working yeah. on yourself is the key. You know, yeah. 
And uh, when you discover what's going on with you, it what I was about to say is it makes you take responsibility yes. and it holds you accountable for what yes. you did and Absolutely. what you did not do, right? Absolutely. So I know for me personally, I, I have literally embraced all of the things that I did not do or should have done or or all the things I did do that contributed yes. to the condition of yes. the marriage, um, which has helped me to heal for it even more yes. because I'm like, all right, yeah, it's, yes. it's, it's, it's helped me to grow up some. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, I don't know what you think about that, but that's oh, absolutely, absolutely. I agree 100%. So we don't have to spend time fighting over the blame game, like who did no. what and you no. did this. Like we haven't had to go through that. Thank God. I mean, before therapy we did, but after therapy, yeah. post-therapy is, it's been, it's been gravy. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. So I know Cal has to go guys, but I want to ask him one more question. I know y'all got questions and listen, if you have other questions, you know how to get in touch with me, email me, yeah. DM me, put it in our podcast group on Facebook and we'll do a part two for you guys. Yeah. So um, just, just let us know what you want to know. Um, and we'll, we'll definitely bring that to you um, mm -hmm. in a, in a positive way. Yes. So the last thing, here's the yeah. last big thought I want us to share before we end. Okay. What is the most, maybe I'll say the most significant thing, and you probably there are probably many, but I want you to pick one okay. um, that you have learned through our experience. Hmm. Through the experience of divorce? Through through from top to bottom, like just from the marital all the way to where we have uh you know what what i realized and 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 this is well like you said it's one of many but what i thought was very significant and eye opening for me was that i never knew who i was mm. and good. so i assumed the identity of many things not knowing who i really was authentically wow. and um it took this process for me to get to that place where I realized I didn't know who Cal was. I didn't know what Cal liked. Mm -hmm. I didn't know what Cal wants. I didn't know where Cal was going, you know, because all of those other areas were always connected to something mm -hmm. else or someone else. Yes, yes. And yes. so all of those decisions were based on uh, uh, a group concession, mm -hmm. uh, you know, say consensus. Uh, versus me knowing what I really wanted for, for me. Something yeah. as small as, what does Cal like to watch on TV? Mm -hmm. I mean, it was the smallest because everything- As we, we always had to consider yeah, it. And, exactly. and most times you would get like lean it to me. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so pretty was, much was, I developed your taste for TV. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you did. He really did. I was lost. I, I was, I mean, it was a small thing. Like, so, I mean, that's a small example, but that yes. is- yeah. But that's a mirror of what it was and all the other things. I was like, I just, I simply did not know. Mm -hmm. You know, good. what is, what is like, what does Cal like to do for himself? And so rediscovering who I am and, mm. and, and coming into contact with, with the real Cal and hearing Cal's voice from, from an internal perspective, you know, um, yeah. has been very eye opening for me and very liberating at the same time. Yes, I love it. And it looks good on you, sir. It looks good on you. It does. It really does. Um, I'll say for me, it's like ditto. 
Um, I, however, don't feel like I'm rediscovering. I feel like I'm discovering myself, but reinventing who I thought I was. Um, and I say that because the 18 year old Renee, um, during those times of our years between 18 and 25, where we're supposed to be exploring, we're supposed to be doing other things for our development in a healthy way. And, um, you know, that's my background. My, my doctoral is in um, developmental psychology. So I'm learning so much about what's supposed to be taking place during those times in our lives uh, oh. where, where we're learning, we're exploring, we're dating, Absolutely. we're, you know, we never dated. We, no. we, we never dated other people. That's we just point. got married out of high school, Absolutely. you know? And so learning how important those things really are. And it's not to say that marriages can't work or our marriage couldn't have lasted, right. um, but we didn't have the tools. We didn't have the tools that would have been required to ensure that longevity, right? right? Um, and so I, I, for me, it was just more about like, oh my God, like you say, it's liberating. I'm discovering me. I am, I'm reinventing who I thought I was um, because all I've known was wife and mom. Yeah. And then pastor, you know, yeah. like that's it. Like, and all of my, my desires and tastes and likes and dislikes were, were developed around those things because those, those, that was the culture, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So now that in this space, we're able to evolve. I feel like yes. I'm this teenager all over again, you know, trying yeah. to figure out, okay, like, what do I want to eat? Um, you know, okay, uh, I can sleep on the other side of the bed now. Yeah. You know, like all those little minute things that don't yeah. really, you know, you don't really pay attention to. It's just like, wow, this whole thing of discovery is Absolutely. amazing. Um, and so I, I would like to say to our audience, like, you know, if if you ever have come down this path or you're in a space where you have or have to make that type of decision, just know that it's not a death sentence. Life is not over. There is life after the grieving. Okay. And I say that because you will grieve. You will yes. have moments of grief. You will have little bursts of grief. You will, but eventually as you heal for it, Absolutely. those, those moments become smaller and smaller and smaller until after a while it becomes a part of your the context of your history yes. versus you know an emotional impediment moving forward so um i i hope that this has been helpful cal thank you so much i really appreciate your insight and your willingness my friend to come on here and and share this with me oh one thing i know they want to know before we go what's that Rain family worship center yes we pastor the church together. Absolutely. What do you want to end that on? What do you want to tell the people about our, our pastoring? What are we doing? I believe that we are in a better space now. And I believe that is, is reflective of what's happening, the services that we're having right now. Uh, so Latter Rain is solid. We're going nowhere. Uh, we're committed to the vision. And yes. Seeing it through. We both birthed this thing out and we're going to see it all the way through. So I, I don't know if you've never seen it before, you need to come through. If you want to see a divorced couple still pastoring together, you might as well check out Latter Rain. <laughs> but it's crazy good because like he said, we both birthed it out and we both are committed to it. Um, we didn't get into it together because we were married. We got into it together because God called us into it. So um, just like our children, we're still 
connected with our family. Yep. We're still connected with the ministry. So no worries, guys. The ministry yep. is solid. I think yep. the ministry may be the most solid thing that's here right now. <laughs> so um, come through if you need to. Yes, Once again, please. Pastor Cal, thank you so, so much. My I appreciate the time you've given to us. And hey, be listening out because you may get, um, we may get a, a, what you call it, a request to do a second part too. Uh, Would you be willing? Absolutely. Yeah? All right, great. All right, fam. I want y'all to have an amazing, amazing, amazing remainder of your day or night, whatever time of day you're listening to this. And um, listen, we got some more goodness coming for you. All right. So until next episode, I want you guys to just know that divorce is not a death sentence. There is life after divorce. You guys have a great one.